architecture a huge staple in my life. Find me here each month trying to unpack the question. Is architecture dying? I hope to inspire and shake things up just a little on the real on architecture. Hi and welcome to The Real on Architecture. In today's episode, I'm going to talk a bit about um, my my uh, journey so far with real estate. Um, I think it's just a very fascinating career and um, not necessarily a career, but field or industry as it affects so much of what is symbolized as the American dream. Um, it's housing, uh, whether it be renting, um, purchasing of land, or um, purchasing of a home. And because it, pay, it plays such a significant part, um, it's an industry that's very... You you know it's a it's a there's a lot of money involved because you're purchasing a home so you're 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 exchanging and you're exchanging a lot of money so it also has to be regulated. Um. So, okay. So I'm still in the beginning phases of my class and I, um, it's a lot of information, and I have not been in college in like years. Uh. So focus wise, it's tough. But I'm pushing through because this is something that I've been, I, I have to finish. I can't do this in vain and pay for the classes in vain. I have to, um, to complete this. Um, so, yeah, it's a very interesting, you know, industry. And I know a lot of people personally that have so much questions about it. Um, I, I probably said this before, I've been skeptical about getting into the industry for a while, uh, especially in the beginning phases of uh, the TV show, um, what is it called, uh, something with millionaire residential, like, you know, it's about the people, it's on Bravo with these realtors that are, um, you know, they're, they're, they're realtors for really expensive properties, um, whether it be that they are selling property or they're looking for um, property for their clients and they were they're so competitive and it really turned me off from the industry altogether because I'm like if this is what the industry is about and how it is I don't think I this would fit me because I'm not like a competitive person at in, in you know at heart but it, it's personally in my you know in how I think of myself I always think of where I want to be in terms of the future. I have a goal for what what I want to do as an individual. So I'll work towards that. But to try to compete, you know. And the thing is, is that you could not want to compete with someone, but they would think that they are competing with you. And and that's what I get a sense of with that that uh, that show. Um, you know, one might come into the industry and they're not trying to be competitive but the person that's next to them see them as a threat regardless and they're um gunning down and they're like coming down on them and they will try to be very um you know use manipulative task tactics and it's very like obvious it's not like it's not like uh kept under the wraps um but it's very um brazen and out there and this is the thing about about 
you know, competition and, you know, using tricks and, and wheeling deals and stuff like that to get the things you want. There's, you don't have to be so aggressive to do things like that. And that's what, because you can be as quiet and snide and, and not, and be as well competitive and as we as well manipulative, you know, um, and, and know how to, to get the things you want from people without being that way. But for some reason, many of the people on the show, they use that aggressive tactic to get the things that they want because, and the aggressive way of doing things tends to sometimes turn people off as well. Uh, not necessarily getting, getting in the, in the industry, but turns, um, turns clients off as well, you know. Because if you're, you know, I'm guessing some of the, there were some situations where they would lie. Uh, they would use a lot of acting and it was just really over the top. And I don't know if they were doing it for TV or if this is really how they are in person. And I'm guessing that they're really nice people in person because real estate uh, is not, um, it's something that's a very humanist type of situation. You have to get to know people. You have to be very uh, responsive to people's needs and, um, you know, understand people, get to know people. So you kind of have to be friendly. But um, when it came to negotiation or dealing with other realtors, they were very snide and gave sniding, I'm saying the wrong word, I'm saying the word wrong, but very um, bad, you know, they weren't really nice to each other. In fact, they were very um, mean-spirited because they saw each other as competition. You know, you just have to focus on yourself and being the best yourself, best yourself. But at the same time, you know, you have to understand that there is going to be people that are, um, that are like that, mean-spirited. So that's, that's basically uh, my first impressions of the industry. So, so thus far, I've passed chapter one. There is um, 19 in total chapters, and then I'll be done with my, um, my classes. Um, I'm at chapter two. I have to take the quiz today. Cross my fingers that I can, <laughs> I can do it in a short time. Um, because I, the way how I study it would take forever for me to, um, you know, to fully and fully have everything in my brain, and then I can, you know, to take an exam or a quiz or whatever it may be. So um, pray for me that I can get this. This has been I've been delaying on taking the quiz for quite some time while trying to study and take questions down. Um, so where I am right now is basically with the laws. And a lot of it, a lot of the things in this, this class, these classes that I'm taking, they're very repetitive, which is good, but then it's bad because then I'm like, uh, I have to, you know, take notes on this. But I just read about this, you know, earlier, you know. But it's good because then I can have that repetitive. Because for me, I learn great from repetitive um, nature of things, so just repeating, repeating things, that's how I learn, quick, um, and so, and so that is that with the, uh, real estate, that's where I am with the laws, and how, the laws of immigrants, and, um, people in the military, what are the punishments, um, things you can and cannot do, uh, what is an inactive and active license, you know, a, a license is inactive, once you, you know, once I get my, um, my license, I pass the exam, I get my license, I'm considered an inactive, um, realtor, sales associate, um, agent or realtor. Um, but once I sign up, 
with a brokerage company, um, then I become an active um, realtor. And this, this is a process because they have to fill out forms for you, they have to train you, and they have, uh, they have to register that, register that you're working with them. So it's, um, it's definitely a process and I'm getting, I'm hearing, you know, bits and pieces from other people that's been, have, you know, have some sort of familiarity with real estate and, you know, some have said that you have to really, in order to be successful in it, you have to put everything into it, um, and, uh, others probably will be like, uh, it's not like, it's not a, um, an industry that it's a cold industry like there's nothing too much going on but I think I'm I'm because in my area there's a lot of new buildings being built and all these buildings have to be rented out um, and so there will be if there's an agency that's going to take on selling these apartments you know there's going to be need for um, and I think online really helps I think online was probably the gift the gift of of real estate now i think that the the trick to to online an online presence is to put one of your best um properties online and so put one of your best properties online and so you have whoever comes to that uh property you can make that connection with that person because nine because i'm Basing it off of my experience, nine out of ten times, you know, that apartment is going to go like that. And sometimes what that's what happens is sometimes the apartment is in contract and they're still online. So you're thinking it's available. So you go to the apartment, you go to the link, you, you, you um, communicate with the, the agent. And they were saying, you know, I remember this is what happened to me exactly. The apartment is gone, um, but I have other properties for you to look at. Um, I'll send you a link to all, you know, to other apartments that's just similar things that you want, similar budget, and you can go from there. And that's what happened to me exactly. And I think that's a great, even though the apartment went, but it was one of their best apartments because when I went in their database, some of the apartments were, it took about maybe three tries, and then I think on the third try, uh, or update, or maybe there was a second update of new apartments that came onto their website, um, I saw something that fit me best. And I think, um, and someone that's really interactive with clients and stuff really is good. But um, I, I don't, I'm not aware, I don't know, I have to do more research to find out how people are immigrating, where people are immigrating to. Because in time, in time, people will be moving out of the big cities because it's too expensive, it's very competitive to get positions that you want. Um, it's oversaturated. And a lot of the infrastructures in big cities, particularly in New York City, it's becoming eroded because they're not putting as much money back into the infrastructure, uh, especially with New York City with the derailment of the train. You know, there's so many things going on. And, you know, even family members of mine told me that, oh, my gosh, um, you know, since I moved... Uh, transit has been worse, you know, and people are paying more money because the price keeps going up, but the people are not getting the results that they want. But what people seem to, seem to neglect is that New York City transit system is very cheap considered compared to all others in the world. Um, and so if people are to pay, if people are to pay the rate that 
you know, that matches the type of system that the New York City uh, has. You know, people be like, oh my gosh, I can't, you know, I have to think twice about where I go, you know, this is kind of pricey. But you will do it because you need to get around. And so, and so people need to get around. People need to get around. So that's just going to have to be the price you're going to pay. Um, and, but in order for people to pay more money, they have to also remember if people do decide to pay more money because they need to, because of course they have to get to work, um, then the transit, uh, the transit association has to put the money into the, put the money into the, 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 the infrastructure of the train system, the subway. They need to do it ASAP, quick, and get it up to date. But we know those things don't take they don't take a quick time. It's like, it takes a while, a couple months, perhaps. Sorry, I was just drinking some water. Uh, before I get too much into this, um, I must give you an update. The book is out. I'll put the link for the book in, the, um, in my description area. My book is called Sing Out a Drawing. It's a children's book that... Um, it's for little ones at uh, two plus in age, but I say anyone at any age can read, you know, read it because I think, as I said before, children need books. Like they need an abundance of books. I, I think, you know, after having conversations with my father, you know, he said that adults read books for pleasure. Books for pleasure. Children read it because it's a necessity, and I understand that you know a lot of parents they. Uh, you know, they don't keep too many books for their kids, but how many people go, go to the library? And I think if more than ever, books should be something that should be um, stressed on children, especially at a very, very young age, because this is a time that their brains are forming, their brains are developing, and can really propel them into the future. Like, if there's anything I would want to get my future kids be very heavily involved in is reading because you can you can get into so many directions with it you know your imagination you know you can you know reading and comprehending ideas oh my gosh is something that while in the U.S. you know uh, we have the privileges of purchasing books at reasonable prices um, but people they don't comprehension comprehending information um, having a really uh, having a really expansive vocabulary um, you know it's something that's lacking here so I think more so than bef- than ever children should be reading a lot reading books a lot because if you don't do if you don't use you're gonna lose it and I know that a lot of kids they get into the phone stuff um, but it's like screen time should be timed like okay only an hour of screen time or only uh yeah and, and once you get into a rhythm of things like that and putting more emphasis on books versus screen time and you as well reading so if everyone in the home is reading or everyone in the home is looking at a book at the same time this can now become a tradition and getting more books into a child's life is the way to go and so my book really delves into architecture and who knows you might have a future architect on your hand because you 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 sparked a fire in them from young about architecture so 
I have other ideas for my next book and um, do look forward to that uh, do so I'll put the link for the direct link to um, to get the physical book I'll set put the direct link and I'll also put the link for the ebook you know I, I did the ebook because I think it will be perfect for teachers you know for the new school year coming um, for them to print it out and to all students to have it in the classroom and they can use it for their kids um, or have it on have it on a digital uh, media because it's um, because you know it's it's convenient at least to deal with a number of kids so with that being said I will um, leave you guys and I hope you have a great uh, July 4th um, I probably would want to do a podcast on July 4th the actual significance of it I'm not too sure um, but do have a good one and I hope you um, enjoy those podcasts and you do get the book for as a gift or for a baby shower or your own kids for your students for your nieces or nephews you can't go wrong on a, a, you know sending um, you can't go wrong with books you know so um, have a good one and thank you for listening bye